This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. We want to look at how we need to become fruitful against false teachings. And we want to prevail in knowing the truth and the truth making us free as people of God because judgment begins at the house of God. And we have to know the difference between what is a false teaching and what is a correct teaching. There are certain false teachings we need to uh, go against according to scripture. And we must allow the Holy Spirit to teach or sometimes remediate and help us to have the right mind. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus had wisdom from the Father. And whatever the Father spoke, that is what Jesus spoke. He was about his Father's business. We want to be about our Father's business. Amen. Look in Acts 1, 8 with me in the NIV where Jesus said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Father God, we thank you for this scripture. Illuminate our minds by your spirit and help us to immerse ourselves with the purpose of heaven. May our hearts and minds open up. Oh God, open up the floodgates and let the Holy Spirit come in. In newness of life will he bring us power to walk and not be weary, run and not faint. We will make progress and not have a mind to give up. Ah, oh, we're not turning back. We're moving ahead, moving forward in Jesus' matchless name. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Amen. And the Spirit knows, as he has led me to this bridge sermon, that there are uh, a lot of people teaching about deconstruction and trying to figure out and, and analyze what's going on with the apostasy in the church, especially in certain generations more than others. Sometimes the older generations, uh, they were built on a faulty foundation, and now you see them in their latter days going and engaging into things that are somewhat questionable at times, sometimes just downright unbiblical. But yes, there's a lot of talk these days about religious deconstruction, especially as it is related to church hurt. However, I say that there's not enough specific talk about the armor we need against the origin of those hurts. I sense that the Holy Spirit wants to teach about those things in ongoing series ahead of us. You know, there's not enough talk about confusion that comes from demonic doctrines and false teachings and the alluring pull to the deadly downward spiral of tolerable apostasies constructed by the seducing spirit of the devil and his deconstructing imps. And there's, there's certainly not enough talk about how God is not into religion as we earthlings might define it. Uh, yes, certain religious institutions, denominations, and theologies even are sometimes built on faulty foundations, and they do need to be deconstructed. Because unfortunately, those entities were never God's design to begin with. What we need today is a reckoning 
of what God considers to be a correct constitution of our spirit and how we need to promote and live in fellowship according to his unadulterated holy will. The question is, has our spirit been truly regenerated by the Holy Spirit? Has it? Has he been allowed to tear down certain constructs of our character built by erroneous faith? Will we allow him to build in us his everlasting and never failing stronghold of sanctification? We need to realize that some strongholds are not demonic. Sometimes we rebu uh, rebuke the move and mission of the Holy Spirit in our spiritual ignorance at times. We need God's Spirit to transform and manage the very inner core of our being. We can experience spiritual reconstitution by allowing the Holy Spirit to reconstruct how we live according to heaven's protocol of holy worship. Let's look at these steps that the Holy Ghost has helped me to understand. Five steps to a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit. There's a threefold reconstruction process that we must look at. And it entails the following. First, we have to note the definition of reconstruction. We have to know that it is a noun, right? And we know that by parts of speech in grammar, a noun is a person, a place, and it could be a thing, right? The Lord is showing me how reconstruction is uh, the person uh, of the Holy Spirit working to rebuild us. Reconstruction can be looked at as a place. The place that is the result of soundness in your mind. It's building a holy construct. That's a work of God, right? And uh, there's a soundness of mind. You're letting the mind of Christ be in you. It's according to the specifications of Christ Jesus. He went through all he had to go through to pay the penalty of sin. The powerful resurrection of Christ in uh, his work to defeat the devil, destroying the works of the devil. God has given us a way back so that we can live a holy and separated life in this present world. Jesus went through this world and without sin. He wants us to lean on him, depend on him, build our foundation upon him. He's the solid rock upon which we should stand. Amen. It has to be the unadulterated word of God, though. Jesus is the living truth, the living word of God. He is the personification of whatever proceeds out of the mouth of God. He walked this earth in perfection like that. He was about his father's business. Amen. You know, reconstruction can be considered as a thing, which is the process of renewal that involves doing away with the unfruitful works of our innate sinfulness and bringing in the newness of a fruitful life through the gracious power of the Holy Spirit. 
Reconstruction by the Holy Spirit is realized in our life when we experience the following works of God, not necessarily in this order. Number one, God's work of restoring us in holy faith. There's a lot of faulty faith. We have to be restored in what? Holy faith. Number two, it's God's work of transforming our minds. We have to have our minds transformed by the washing of God's word. And we are birthed into it. It's a new birth. We have to be born again. We leave deadness and come into the liveliness of God's spirit. We are made alive. We pass from death to life in the transforming power of God. Number three, it's God's work of regenerating. Some of us need yet to be regenerated. Sometimes we could walk in uh, a mock kind of fashion as though we have been regenerated when we have not. That, I say, is the crux of the problem of a lot of people working in the house of God who have not been regenerated, and they can walk in the flesh and feel good about it and cause all kind of harm. My God. Yeah. Hence, we have uh, the works of the flesh, which bring about hurts. My God. God is going to work, if you allow him to reconstruct you, to fill you with his presence. Filling, amen, uh, is how we obey the Holy Spirit. And oftentimes, throughout the course of our life here on earth, we have to be renewed and we have to be refilled. There's one baptism into the body of God. But then you will be filled and filled some more. Amen. Down the line, we have to experience refilling for our souls. Amen. Mm -hmm. We must realize that Jesus is the Lamb of God, according to John 1.29, who baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. Who does it? Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. And that's in John 1.25-34. One of the assignments of Jesus is to introduce us to the Holy Spirit. Jesus gives eternal life and abundant life, according to John 10.10. 10. Eternal life does not exist outside of salvation. Think about it. An abundant life, as the Bible teaches, does not exist outside of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit for that supernatural life called the abundant life. Some people misterm it as a means of getting rich in the prosperity gospel teachings. We must be sealed by the Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians 1.13. This speaks of a relationship. This is where we see how we need to have a relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit. We are encouraged not to grieve the Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians 4.30, which speaks of spiritual intimacy. It's a little bit different. It goes deeper, see. That intimacy flows from a consistent, holy relationship. Our salvation gives us the relationship, but our pursuit of the Holy Spirit brings about such intimacy. Now, let's look at the five steps. Step number one, you can't have fellowship with someone you keep referring to as it. Amen. Is he a thing? 
Holy Spirit is a person. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13, 14 shows us the work of the Trinity, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. See, that's a benediction. The grace of Jesus can change our life. We're saved. By grace are you what? Saved through faith. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest we should boast in our earthly powers. But we do not have omnipotence as God has. He created us, not we ourselves. We are lost and in need of the Savior, Jesus Christ. So we need the grace of Jesus to come in and to change our lives. The love of God is the foundation for everything. And the communion of the Holy Spirit is what will change everything. If you are walking with the Holy Spirit, you're going to be either in fellowship or not in fellowship. It's going to be a, on, an ongoing tug of war, hide and go seek all kind of games. We play with the Holy Ghost. We think we can hide from him, but he is omnipresent. Amen. Amen. We think we're smarter than the Holy Ghost, but he is omniscient. Hallelujah. Anyhow, <laughs> thank God. Uh, we have to have the wisdom from God by the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He will work to change everything. Uh, many of us know about grace and love these days, but very few will practice communion with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person, not a thing. He waits to be wanted. He longs to be welcomed. He needs to be hosted. Amen. Mm -hmm. Many people invite the Holy Spirit, but few know how to host him. It's an ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. To start fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, we must first see him as a person. If you want to walk in the Holy Spirit, start by talking to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Throughout the day, address him. Welcome him, thank him, worship him, amen. You should not necessarily feel guilty all the time for not spending time with the Holy Spirit, but you should feel thirsty. Heavenly guilt leads you to the altar for permanent change. The Spirit wants a right relationship, not a development of self-centered legalistic rules which we do instead of having a right relationship with the Holy Spirit. We become the Holy Spirit. We think we can do the job. When you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, start with the awareness that he is with you. You have to believe that. Turn your attention to him. And then lift your heart with affection towards him. You know how we are as humans. We turn our affection towards things and people. Oh, God. And we will uh, become, you know, obsessed at times with people and things. My God. But God is saying we need a right love affair with the Holy Spirit. You got to want him. Amen. Here's step two. Your relationship can't go higher than your obedience to the Holy Spirit. See, you have a right relationship based on your obedience.
the Bible instructs, instructs us not to grieve the Holy Spirit, as we said in Ephesians 4.30. One of the main ways the Holy Spirit is grieved is when we are disobedient to his word and his leading. Uh, you, you will begin to have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit when you learn to allow him to talk to you. Yes, you got to allow him to do that. It might start with something like it did with Jesus, where the Holy Spirit led Jesus to fast and, and, and uh, go into the wilderness fasting. My God, why can't more people hear the Holy Spirit these days? It might be that we need to repent or apologize. Sin can block it. Perhaps we need to start giving or living for others as God would have it. That's one of the main reasons he gave us of his spirit so we could get along. You know, most of the Ten Commandments are about us getting along with each other. My God. It all starts with us getting along with God, and he can teach us how to get along with each other. So many people talking about empathy, but it is a godless empathy. We need, oh God, the filling of the Holy Spirit to show us what empathy is all about, the heavenly kind. Amen. Amen. If you take the risk of obedience, you will experience the reward of that relationship. No risk equals no reward which equals no relationship. You get that? Didn't take a risk to love God because love is risky, I know. No risk, no reward. He is a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. My God, your whole heart going after him, panting after him like a deer after water. My God, we need him. No risk, no reward, and what? No relationship. My God. This does not mean that we have to listen to everything that comes to our head. The Holy Spirit uses our spirit to communicate to us, but his voice will never contradict his word. So some people out here are starting to teach that, that the revealed truth in the word of God, that's some of the words of God. There are other words of God. We need the Holy Spirit for the other words of God. But we need to stick to the canonized Written writ that God allowed to stay in print. Thank God. And we have to go by that. Ah, that's the logos. People want to discount the logos. Throw out the baby with the bath water. Don't discount the logos. They're trying to have a rhema without the logos. You can't have rhema without the logos. Come on, somebody. We got false teachers out there. The world says to follow your gut. That's another thing that's going on even in the house of God. But the Bible says to follow your God. We might start out mainly praying to hear God's voice, but eventually we pray for God to give us the grace to heed his voice. Hearing is one thing. Heeding is another thing. God does not always speak what we love to hear either. He's God. It's not always awesome prophetic words for other people or words of knowledge that bring immediate results. Such words are nice, but at times God's voice will lead you like Abraham to give up something you are attached to. I have found out that in such situations, God is testing 
to see if we want to go deeper with him or stay at the same level. I don't know about y'all, but I'm moving ahead. I'm trying to move forward in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. By obeying the promptings of the Holy Spirit, we allow him to develop his fruit within us. His fruit is his attitudes toward us. They can't be developed if we are disobedient to him or if we grieve him. My God. Mm -hmm. Let's go to step three. We need to come back to him, you know, the Holy Spirit, when we make a mistake. Mm -hmm. How many of us do like Adam? We're, we're hiding, we're ducking God, and God is like, Adam, where are you? He's, God is letting us know that I, I see you. Don't think I don't see you. I'm asking where you're at so you know I'm uh, in pursuit of you. Are you in pursuit of me? We need to pursue God. Draw nigh to God, and he will what? Draw nigh to you. But what happens after that? The Bible says, cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and do what else? Purify your hearts, ye double-minded. My God, we need to learn to come back to him. Jesus said to Nicodemus in the ninth class, you know, people don't come to God lest they're going to get a, an instruction. They don't want to be instructed. They don't want to be discipled. You know, they don't want to be reproved. No, feels like condemnation, but God is convicting you. That's how the fleshly spirit uh, teaches us anything coming from God against what they're used to in that sinful, innate sinfulness that we are accustomed to tolerating. Uh, anything corroborating going against that? Oh, that's bad. Oh, that, that's, that's condemnation. Don't judge me. We even tell God, don't judge me. We walk away from God. We don't want to be, quote, judged by God, end quote. But uh, you know what? Sometimes we, we might go for days without prayer because of that. Or we, we go for days, uh, minutes become days, days become weeks and months, years of not reading uh, God's word. The key is to always bounce back. Amen. Mm -hmm. Even if we commit sin, we must repent, get back up, dust yourself off. And continue walking with God in the gracious power of newness that he provides. Yeah. You won't have the, the, that feeling to repent and the opportunity to come back, dust yourself off and come back if God didn't provide that. That's a gift. That's, that's grace. Mm -hmm. And he gives you the power to, amen, be freed from the clutches of sin. Sin's clutching on you, begging you to stay, begging you to come back. Come back. Don't you love me? Didn't that feel good? Didn't I put it on you? Oh, come back to me. Mm -hmm. Come back to the hellbound bed. But God said it's high time for us to stop sleeping with the enemy. Amen. We need to mount up with wings as an eagle and fly towards the holy hill of the Lord. Somebody give God a praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We thank you, Lord. Yes, we got to learn how to get up. Amen. We need the, the holy James Brown. Get on up and get back to God. Hallelujah. Anyhow, you remember how God uh, put out that meeting? For Adam to come. Amen. Uh, he knew Adam fell into sin. God did not uh, cancel the meeting, did he? He was expecting Adam so they could walk, you know, talk, walk together, talk together, so that Adam could repent and, and move forward. He didn't want to move ahead, move forward. But, but uh, you know, what did he do? 
he hid from God. When you sin, run to God. Don't run away from your help. Run to God. If you can't run, at least walk. Some of us can't even do that. I say, well, at least crawl. Amen. <laughs> but don't ever stay there in guilt and shame. If you can't crawl, call someone to take you to Jesus like the friends of the paralyzed man did in the scripture. Amen. Amen. Men don't necessarily drown by falling into water, mm -hmm. but by staying too long underwater. Mm. We need to get up and breathe. Amen. Mm -hmm. The devil will lie to you saying that you are so inconsistent that you always start, but you can't finish. Mm. And that the Holy Spirit can't use someone like you. Mm -hmm. He'll say all that. He's very condemning. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit knew your tendencies when, uh, you know, he, you, you had him at hello. Amen. And, and he already knew your tendencies. He already knows our tendencies, our weaknesses, our struggles before he committed himself to our sanctification. Amen. He is not shocked. He doesn't blush. He's not surprised when you make a mess. What shocks him is when you think he can't help you to get out of it. It must shock him when you don't when we don't trust him enough to pull us out of whatever struggle we find ourselves in. Ah, uh, this is the year of getting up, dusting yourself off and moving forward. Hallelujah. Let's do it in the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Let's go to step 4. Feed yourself with teachings and messages about the Holy Spirit. You know, when you like somebody, you want to find out about them. You can't find out directly. You go to maybe their friends or somebody acquainted to, you know, somebody that's related to them, whatever, whatever. We want to find out. We need to learn how to seek God to find out. And that's uh, like a physical hunger, right? Physical hunger comes from what? Not eating, right? Mm -hmm. But what about spiritual hunger? Spiritual hunger comes from not reading, not receiving God's word. Mm -hmm. You are what you eat, they always say. You are what you feed yourself. Mm -hmm. Your spiritual diet can transform your spiritual destiny. One of the habits you can make that will bring awareness of the Holy Spirit in your life is regularly reading about the person and the work of the Holy Spirit in God's holy word. Mm -hmm. We have to keep that word holy on the front of our Bibles because there's a lot of uh, adulterated Bibles. Mm -hmm. They messed with it. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Took things out, added things in. But I want the holy word. Leave it alone. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Just leave it alone. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. We need to meditate on how amazing this person of the Godhead really is. He's amazing. My God, it'll bring a happy tear to your eye. My God, it'll fill you, oh God, with worship in your heart. Perhaps you can listen to some audio of Bible's scriptures or good Bible teaching about the Holy Spirit if you are not uh, much of a reader. Some of us say that. I'm not much of a reader. But there are ways in this modern world. There's technology out there. Amen. Mm -hmm. But then again, 
We need to learn how to begin to trust the Holy Spirit to encourage us with reading. Amen. Can we trust him so that we could read more about him? Let's go to step five. We need to invest our life into the salvation of souls. Step five is saying that invest your life into the salvation of souls. We have invested our life in the salvation of our mortgage, of our lease, of our rent, of the purchase of our wardrobes. My God, purchase of to you know replenish our cupboards, replenish our refrigerator. My God, replenish and keep in sustaining power all the subscriptions we have in our streaming products. My God, we invest in all of these things and more. But you know, the purpose of the power of the Holy Spirit is for making us into witnesses, according to Acts 1.8 that we read. Mm -hmm. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will come upon us and that we will receive power. But notice in that verse, we didn't notice tongues were mentioned, right? In Acts 1.8, right? We like to talk about Acts 2, the second chapter of Acts. But what about the first chapter? Uh, and then the fourth chapter, too. There's fruit that we need to have, you know, coming out of our life. Uh, I have observed how so many people limit the baptism of the Holy Spirit to speaking in tongues instead of also embracing the evidence of walking in his power. We need both. Amen. The purpose of the power is for the winning of souls. Not for us to sit around like fat babies in the church. Oh, there's so much we have eaten. We can't hardly get up to go out and do a work for the Lord. I'm tired. Let's just sleep till the next service. My God. But what we, we tend to, you know what, by doing all that, we are quenching the power of the Holy Spirit when we live inward focused lives that don't reach out to lost souls. They're out there. Harvest is plenteous, but the what? Laborers are few. That means the worthy laborers who have the abundant life working in their life, the power of the Holy Spirit overflowing, and you should have all kind of spillage in the village as you are going out to be a light in darkness, to add the flavor of heaven in the blandness of this world. We have to be a light, my God. Yes. That's why the Holy Ghost came. Mm -hmm. And in this final analysis, if you... Uh, would read Ezekiel 47 on your own but in that scripture the Lord gave Ezekiel the prophet a great vision showing him water coming out of the temple that flowed to the Dead Sea the Dead Sea is the lowest point on earth how low can you go uh, your flesh will let you know how low you, how low you could go the devil will help you get there and the devil's hell-bound philosophies and our flesh will all work together in a demonic trinity and pull us to the lowest point on earth. But you know what? In this vision, the closer that water got to the Dead Sea, the deeper and wider it got. The deeper and wider it got. Grace will abound much more than sin. Will it not? Scripture said so. Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And God will come in our weakness and he will provide strength. He will provide the wherewithal for we, uh, for, for us to experience deliverance, for us to have a restoration in our fellowship with him. That's what he wants. 
and this vision is showing such things, this prophetically pictures to us that as long as we value the Holy Spirit and uh, head in the direction of the lost with all our being, his grace will gradually increase in our lives so that we could get the job done. God will not leave us high and dry. My God, he will not leave us low and dead either. How often do we pray about being led to the lost? Think about it. 2021, did we do it a lot? Did we do it at all? 2022, there's a demarcation in the spirit. God is calling forth uh, life out of death. My God, he doesn't want us calling life what is a dead work. My God, and we try to tolerate and stay in deadness and we want to perpetuate that that stance, but God is saying, no, I got my plumb line out and there's a demarcation in 2022. There's a dichotomy going on and we will see, amen, that God will remediate. He will say it again. There's like a Deuteronomy, a splitting. The Holy Spirit comes uh, as a sword of the Lord and it's the word of God. It will cut asunder, amen, even um, soul and spirit twice uh, uh, the blade with uh, uh, two cuts, cutting, cutting going in and cutting coming out. God is a superior spiritual supernatural surgeon. He wants to do a surgery on us in 2022. Amen. There has to be a reckoning of what the real newness of life is. Life in the Holy Ghost. What's moving in the spirit all about. God wants that to, that to be taught in the world. There has to be a difference. God is saying in 2022, yeah. he wants us to lead out, uh, to show the world where they should go. Where's the altar? Where is the place where we could rendezvous with God and make it right with him? Stop defining our own way and let God show us the way. He said, I am the way, mm -hmm. the truth and the life. Yes. Thank God. Yes. His grace will gradually increase in our lives and we will do what God has commissioned for us to do through Jesus Christ. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, uh -huh. baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Did God say he's going to always be with us to help us do this? Yes. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. The end of the world is right around the corner. He's yet with us. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. Yes. We got to trust him. Hallelujah. Amen. This new year is ahead of us. It would behoove us to improve our walk in the spirit. And make it our priority to see people come to know Jesus. First, why don't we learn to come to know Jesus in a deeper way? Amen. We need the intimacy before we could go out there trying to win somebody into that intimacy. We got to be in it first. Judgment begins at the house of God. He wants us to be right. We got to be right. We have to have that kind of life where there's no reproach. My God. We have to live in such a way that we will not bring a reproach on his name. There has, a, has to be a high credibility in our life. God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. He said, you must be holy. Jesus said to Nicodemus, you must be what? Born again. That which is flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. Marvel not. You must be born again. You must have a right relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yes. We got to do it. Yeah. My God, it's an eternally good, acceptable, and fruitful mission. 
It's how Jesus commissioned us. If we don't care, then we must note that we have committed a sin of omission, omitting our part in the Lord's call to arms against the works of the devil. It would make heaven smile to hear our prayers for a revival of this daily mission. How is your personal evangelism going these days? We're learning about it in our church school. My God, the truth right in your hand. My God, five points how to get people into the Lord. Amen. Then you could show them these five steps to have an intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> we need to do it. It's our daily mission. My God. Yes. What would happen if we sought the Lord for the lost to be brought to his kingdom in 2022 and beyond? How many souls will we lead to Christ in 2022? My God. Souls do matter to the Holy Spirit. And they need to matter to us. If you are of God's spirit, if you have let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, you got to be about your father's business. And his father's business is to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. We need the heart of God. Hallelujah. We need to be his eyes, his hands, his feet. We need to go out, amen, and change the world for the better. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Put your hands together and bless the name. Hallelujah. Thank God I dare to put your hands together and say, Lord, bless me to do it. Bless me to do it. Fill me to do it. Enable me by your spirit to do it. Transform me, oh God. Illuminate my mind. Help me to have a hunger for your word. And then I'll have the logos filling me and feeding me, developing me, transforming me, washing me. Hallelujah, God. And then the Holy Spirit will bring back to my memory that which I need for a personal daily uh, evangelism to happen. And then in the self-same hour, the Holy Spirit will word your mouth with a rhema word. You can't have the rhema without that locals. You got to meditate and chew upon it. Oh, morning, noon, and night. Meditate on the locals. Morning, noon, and night. Help us to do it, Lord. We need your power. We're walking through the wilderness of this earth. Bless us, oh God, to be like Jesus. Oh, you commissioned us, Lord. You didn't bring us through, oh God, to leave us high and dry. You're going to enable us to walk. Walk and not be weary. Run. Make some progress without the spirit of give up. Hallelujah. 2022, we can't give up. We got to let God be the lifter up of our head and go forward. Don't have business as usual. The new baby of 2022 is here. Let us foster it and embrace it. Let us walk through to get to the other side and have victory. Let us, oh God, win for heaven. Help us, oh God, to advance your kingdom. We know you're able, God. Yes, It's not about us becoming famous, oh God, or rich. Oh, my God. But we want Jesus' name to influence our generation. Help us, Father God. And as many souls as possible, oh God, as you will use us, help us to help someone come into the kingdom of Christ. Help us to have a right relationship with you through this year and beyond. We know you're able. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Find us working. You're coming back for a church that's working. Hallelujah. Bless us today in the name of Jesus. 
we of the realm of Agape Christian Church pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website. God bless you.